Aloha, everyone. Vincent here with our first official Wild Bro podcast episode of the season. I had the pleasure of sitting down with a young entrepreneur named Jeremy Mateo. Jeremy is a successful realtor and investor based on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. We had this interview live in one of his listed properties with several people in attendance. Jeremy spoke about what being broke meant to him and how he was once so broke he considered filing for bankruptcy, but he didn't. So listen to what he did while broke to build his growing businesses. Mahalo. Enjoy. You know, I know everybody here knows you, um, but uh, can you, you know, for the folks that are listening, because this is important, can you tell us a little bit about you are. Yeah. Well, uh, what's up, guys? Thank you all for coming, too. Um, yeah, for me, so I'm just a normal 29-year-old guy. I turned 29 last week. Um, I started off, thank you, yeah. I started off, um, I guess, it's from the beginning, like from four years. Maybe not. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not too far back. Right. I uh, started off as a realtor here. Um, I became a realtor because of my mom. She inspired me to uh, do real estate. Um, maybe I got licensed in 2014, and then was doing real estate since then. Um, 2021, that's when I got into real estate flipping, started flipping houses like the one we're in now. And then as of recently, I started working as a hard money lender, helping other investors get funding for their investments. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, speaking of what you're doing now, what would you say is one of, one of your most recent accomplishments that you are proud of, that you are even excited about? Turning 29, man. <laughs> Just being alive, you know? Yeah. Um, we'll go into it later, but like, I don't know, like, kind of went through some crazy shit last year, so honestly, I just see being alive, having my hands and my legs as an accomplishment, you know, and just be having my family. Yeah. Um, I know it's kind of corny, but uh, it's real. I mean, yeah, um, but uh, like you know, maybe like an actual accomplishment that I'm proud of recently, probably selling my Hawaii Kai flip last month. That one was like a that's like a part of the whole story too. But that one was supposed to be like I don't know, seven hundred thousand dollar profit, uh, and then the market tanked, and then um, I thought I was going to have to. Uh, you know, I thought that wasn't gonna sell. I thought another flip wasn't gonna sell, um, and I thought I would have to file for bankruptcy, live with my mom, uh, all this crazy stuff. But we sold it, and um, I'm still here. You know, so yeah, that's something. Uh, that's an accomplishment I'm proud of. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you did start to touch on it a little bit, but we'll we'll dive a little deeper into that particular story. But before we get there, um, you know, we use the word success a lot. Right, mm-hmm. to say that that's what we want, we want to be successful, you know, and I want to achieve a certain level of success. How do you define success? I think success is defined by, you know, obviously it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think if I see myself successful, it's accomplishing all the things I said I was going to do, whether it's the amount of money I'm going to make, the uh, goals I set for myself and retiring my parents. Um, the lifestyle I live, I think, uh, 
the free time I have, the vacations I go on with my friends and family, and uh, just having this vision of a lifestyle, um, you know, the feeling of life, waking up in the morning, and of course monetary things, materialistic things, I'm not gonna lie, like, I care about those too, you know, it's just having that vision and then living it. That's how I do fun success. Got it, got it. Um, so, uh, now we're gonna switch gears a little bit. We're gonna start to probably talk about this story that you mentioned. Um, again, so when you hear the word broke, right? Because this is something I've also found true for a lot of people is that broke doesn't always mean money. Mm -hmm. Doesn't always mean not having it. I mean, I was in a situation where it's creating workshops where I had people who had like negative in their account, mm -hmm. and then I had people who had you know at minimum two hundred and fifty thousand. They were both sitting in the same workshop because they both define themselves as being broke. Wow. Right. So I'm curious for you when you hear that word broke, how do you? What does that mean to you? When I hear broke, I think of you know bank account basically at zero, you know, and it goes further like credit score, negative, you know, and the high credit limit, you know, maxed out. Um, and I think of stuff like things that, you know, I've experienced. And I also think of things like that I haven't experienced and I'm very thankful for like, maybe like uh, taking the bus, you know, I don't remember the last time I took the bus and I'm like, well, if I was really broke, you know, I wouldn't have a car, I wouldn't have money for gas, I'd be taking the bus, maybe I couldn't even take the bus, you know. Um, so there's a, a lot of things like, oh, am I truly broke, you know, kind of like what you're saying, like, everyone has a different version of broke. Yeah. So, so now, when was, it, when was there a time where you were, where you would define yourself as being in a position where you were broke? Oh yeah. Um, what was week? that? <laughs> Instagram, social media, and content, 
Like, I don't know if you guys noticed last year, but I stopped posting. Like, I didn't post as much anymore. You guys know me as that loud fucking Filipino kid screaming like, let's fucking go, and like, banging the gong and shit. And like, I remember one day, like, my dad was talking to me, he's like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, well, why do you ask? He's like, you haven't banged that gong in a while, dude. <laughs> so I was like, dad, the mission. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, like, I was scared. Like, there was this, there was this, this one flip, I bought it for like 960 and I thought I could sell it for 1.3 and it was just a terrible flip and I knew like okay this is gonna be a six-figure loss and when that when I had that it's like I didn't even sell it yet but I was like okay I'm gonna go broke I'm gonna go file for bankrupt you know that you're negative broke you know I feel like broke is like nothing but it's like okay I have to sell my condo file for bankruptcy live with my mom start from the ground up and I was like Wow, like that's broken. I kind of had, had an epiphany after that, but we can go on that later. But yeah. those were like the two times where I was like, yeah, I'm broke. You know? and, and how did you, because I think sometimes when we fear of, you know, that scenario mm -hmm. might prevent us from moving forward and be like, yo, I don't, yeah. don't want to have to live with my yeah. folks. I don't want to <laughs> have to be riding, but you know, yeah. whatever that is mm -hmm. for folks. And um, so you went through that. And, you know, how did you navigate yourself out of it? Oh, okay. So there's two times. You want me to go through both times? The most recent the most one. recent one? Okay, so the most recent one. So yeah, like, I was, like, in that state of mind, like, okay, I will, I'm, I'm going to have to swallow a six-figure loss. It was, like, 140000 I don't have 140000 How am I going to do this? Or I'm going to have to sell my condo. If I don't have enough money, I, I can't pay for this, you know? So file for bankruptcy, live with my mom. And then I started thinking like, once I like embraced it, I was like, all right, yeah, I, I will go bankrupt. I, I will live with my mom, you know? Um, I will probably be a loser. And then I was like, no, nah, like, so what? Like, I, I lived with my mom before, that's fine, you know? And I'm, I'm pretty sure like, maybe I look like a loser, but I still have my friends, I still have my family. Um, and I was like, okay, what am I gonna do once I go bankrupt? It's like, okay, I'm gonna like work my ass off. I'm gonna start from ground zero. I'm gonna, you know, do real estate stuff again, be a realtor, um, do this thing called sub two where you don't, you can buy houses without credit. And I was like, yeah, I'm a banker. Like, I don't have credit. I don't need credit. I'll do all this. I was like thinking like, okay, here's the game plan. Do this, that, that, that. And then it hit me one time. I was like, why do I have to wait till I go bankrupt to start doing that? And I was like, holy shit. Let's start now. Let's do it. Yeah. And um, I remember the exact moment too when I f realized like, okay, I'm gonna go bankrupt. Um, for the, you guys that know, like I went to like Italy in September. It was like for a wedding, my friend Andrew's wedding, and uh, me and my girlfriend there. It was like a two week trip. Day two into that trip, that's when I found out like I had a partner, he's bailing on me. I have to take the six figure launch by myself. And I just like had to continue wow. that trip in Italy with a facade, like, everything's fine, babe, you know? But when we get home, literally on the flight back there, I was like, I'm gonna have to work my ass off because yeah. this is happening. And she's like, okay, so what's the plan? And that's when I thought of the plan. I was like, babe, we're gonna start OnlyFans. <laughs> but I thought about it, I really thought about it. I was like, you know, I have to show my face, 
You're gonna show your face, you have tattoos, I have tattoos, it's fine. We'll wear shirts, like, I thought about it, I thought about it. And I was like, you know what, like, no, we can't do that. You can post your feet, I'll post my feet. They'll never know the difference, you know. Um, never, never went through with it. Um, but it was like, in those like moments where I was like, my back's against the wall, I feel like that's when I thrive the most. And I feel like other entrepreneurs have that kind of like do or die mode, you know. And I went into do or die mode. Um, and I channeled that energy into just working as a realtor, as an investor, I was trying to wholesale. I did a HELOC on my condo, thank God I pulled out 70K from that, did another 25K assignment, and I just was like, like just dead set focus on not going bankrupt and just making money, you know? Um, so that was kind of like the order of events of how I went from, okay, I'm gonna go bankrupt to like, not nah, fuck that, like, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna sell my way out of this, basically. I think what's, what's, what's important to know that's, that's tremendous is that you didn't stop moving. Mm -hmm. Even while you're in Italy, yeah. you get this <laughs> tremendous bad news, you're, yeah. you still maintain your, your position mm -hmm. while you were there in terms of like enjoying the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and even when you came back, you know, you didn't stop, you didn't just like crawl up in the ball yeah. and just like go in the corner and be like, yo, it's over, it's yeah. done, like, I'm, you know. It's funny you say that though. I want to backtrack because uh, remember when I told you guys I stopped posting content? So when I posted that flip, uh, when I put it on the market, uh, it eventually sold seven months later, 140K loss. But when I put it on the market in March or February, around this time last year, um, it was on the market for three months. And at that time, if your property is on the market for three months, you're fucked, you know? So I was like, that is when I went into spiral depression, paralysis, like literally I would wake up and I would think another day my flip isn't selling, another day where I don't want to be me, like I, I really thought like I, I want to fucking die, you know, that's how I thought and like to go from like super energetic, positive, let's fucking go to like another day I'm Jeremy fucking tail and fuck myself, you know, that's how I felt. Um, and it was like that for a while. And then I went to that trip in Italy and I'm so thankful I went on that trip even though I didn't want to. And then I thought that paralysis, at, at that time I thought I was gonna split the loss with my partner, so it's not that bad. So in Italy, that's when I was like, oh. And I was like in a weird spot, you know? It's like, I have to be super happy for this next two weeks. So yeah, it was just weird. But when I got home, I was like, I think it's when you go at rock bottom, that's when you're like, Okay, I can't fucking be paralyzed. I have to do something, you know? Yeah. So it's funny you say that. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that is the case for some time when folks, yeah. when the back is against the wall, you do have that moment. Yeah. Um, but the fact that, again, that you kept going, you didn't stay there, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's, that's what's most important. And that's also why we're having this conversation, why yeah. it's called Wild Work, because it's about how do you, what do you do in the space that you feel like things are. You know, to the, the rock bottom, or your back is against the wall, and how do you navigate those emotions? Um, is there any questions, first of all, that anybody, anyone has? Before? Yeah, we're getting deep. So. Yeah, I'm an open book. You can ask anything, moment. anything personal, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, then, so um, you brought up your partner, and you brought up like when they, you know, fell off the deal. Mm -hmm. What role does partnership play in? where you are now and how did that play a role in terms of your coming out of that space? Oh 
first of all, no, nah, we'll talk about fucking like I don't know if I can say stuff because like literally like I have my lawyer after him right now, but I'm not gonna name names for now. <laughs> but um, yeah, like let me, give some, let me give some context too when I say partnership. Yeah. I'm not just talking about business partnership. Okay, I'm talking about like the people in your your tribe, your oh, community, like these like, people, right? Like these yeah. people, you know, like, like, yeah, like yeah. What, it, what it means to partner with folks, oh, yeah. whether it's business or just like I need a shoulder to lean on because of, you know things oh, yeah. are getting really hard. So, what role does I guess community and the people um, and the partnership that you you establish with them? What role does that play? Oh yeah, um, as of now, I see it as the number one thing to have, especially when things are going bad because like one thing I learned from the last two years was like last year I thought I could do it alone like I thought like I'm the fucking shit like I don't need partnership like I can do this on myself you know I had a huge ego and I was greedy I didn't want to it's like oh I don't want to you know partner with anyone I want to you know keep all the profits myself but like dealing with all these flips dealing with this flip like I was like dude if I had a partner I'm sure things would have gone way more smooth I would have like not overlooked so much things, you know? Like, for example, this room right here, you guys can't see it on camera, but that should have been the master bedroom with the view, instead the master bedroom was here. Had I had a partner, like, they would have spot that right away, you know? So, um, yeah, like partnerships is everything. You wanna partner with someone or surround yourself with people who, you, what you lack, they, it's their, um, I guess, strength. One example is I had a flip recently with my friend Warren. You guys know Warren. Um, we bought it in November. Uh, my strength was like getting the deal and you know marketing it as an agent when we sold it. His strength was project management, looking over the fine details. And it was the most smoothest thing ever, best experience ever. We put out the best product I've ever done for a flip. It's way nicer than this in my opinion. And I went to the property like three times, you know. Before, when I try to do everything alone, you know, first of all, I'm handling the problems alone, handling the emotions alone, and like I just put out like this. Yeah, I I feel like this is nice too. But I feel like if I had partnerships, it would have been way better. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very key. I mean, and not just. And I'm glad that you also put in there that it is a part of the the emotional support, right? Yeah. Because yeah. doing things, doing projects that are this scale. Mm -hmm. um, only can imagine like what kind of toll that can take on a person when, when you're navigating all the like fine details and things not going right yeah. or all that kind of stuff. So to have someone else that you can share that with and you can be able to like bounce ideas off of is, is important. And I think too sometimes as entrepreneurs, the mindset of like, I got this. Yeah. I don't need nobody. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. that, that sometimes can be dangerous and, oh, yeah. and can be a detriment to your actual success. Yeah. Right. So yeah. uh, thank you for, for talking about that. Um, so we're nearing the end and uh, so this last question actually, um, what advice do you have for someone who is in a difficult situation? They have these big aspirations of like what they want to achieve they want they want to be like Jeremy you know they <laughs> they want to have the rap Tesla you know <laughs> um, you know so and but but they're not there yet yeah, right yeah. And, and they feel like they don't have they don't have the resources they don't have the community they don't have whatever it is that they think that they don't have mm -hmm. what would you say to that person who's in that space but they are trying to, to, to 
we did both. Really great, big question too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, uh, don't ever try to be me. You know, like, <laughs> That's good. Um, no one can be the best me besides me, and no one can be the best you besides you. First of all, like, don't. It's good to look up to people, but don't idolize them. Um, see what they have, what you like, and be like, you know, I want to be like that, but make it my own way, you know, mm -hmm. person. So that's the first thing. And I think there's power when you embrace yourself and your identity, and you start fitting into the mold that you see yourself becoming, you know. Um, and second is like, understand and accept that it's a long road, it's going to be a grind, it's not going to be easy. Um, but there's a famous saying, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So, you know, don't isolate yourself. Because when you isolate yourself, bad things can happen. You know, you want to surround yourself with a lot of people, positive people, people in your community who are doing the things that you want to do. You know, if you're like, oh, I want to be a flipper, you know, look at the people who's flipping and go to them, if, go to networking events, ask them for advice and listen to their advice, you know, listen to, if they say like, oh, don't do this, don't do that, you can learn from their mistakes. So you don't have to make the same mistakes. Um, but while you are coming up on your journey, there's gonna be people who try to shit on your dreams, and they're gonna be people who like, like you can't listen to the people who shit on your dreams because like you're gonna have wild dreams, and they're gonna shit on it because they played it safe. And, oh, I'm so good. <laughs> but um, don't listen to them, listen to the people who are doing things you want to do, I said that already, but like, if, if they're not, if they're shitting on it, chances are it's like they're scared to do it. Um, and if you're going to follow your dreams and do whatever you want to do and they're talking bad about it, chances are they're kind of just jealous that you're going for it and that you had the guts to go after it, you know? Yeah. Um, and just surround yourself with the people that are after the same goal as you yeah. and the people who hate on you. Just let them be, you know, just stay in your lane and just keep working hard. And I feel like working hard and, you know, putting in effort is like the universal sign of respect, you know. If you want to get noticed, put in the work, you know. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. And thank you guys for coming and sticking around. Yeah. And that is, cool. That's it. so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and found it to be helpful, please share it with someone else. I appreciate your support. And until next time, keep pursuing your purpose and pay attention to the process. No more excuses. Peace and love.